Good day, everybody. Happy 2024. Apologize for a little bit of the late start. I was ready. I had hit the stream button and then like walked away to go make a sandwich and <clears throat> didn't realize that it wasn't streaming. I must have had a typo or something like that in the stream key. But, um, you know, uh, I appreciate you tuning in on the first of 52 weeks of madness. It is now 2024, which means we're going to get all sorts of election nonsense. We're going to get, uh, you know, probably uh, an election strain of, of COVID to look forward to. Uh, more lockdown attempts, probably. Um, another war, maybe. Probably third or three or four wars, I think, is probably a good amount to try and keep Biden in office. More absolutely killer tax write-offs. Um, you know, I think that that's always good. Um, it's going to be a wild year and I, and I, and I, uh, I'm glad you're here and I hope that, uh, you'll enjoy your time as, uh, the world burns. Let's start with an absolute three minute masterpiece, three years, three minutes of, uh, absolute load up for what an incredible payoff by the way shout out to uh grandpa carissa passed away this morning also shout out a good friend of mine i saw over the over new year's he had let me know his girlfriend had passed away shout out to you i, I don't know if that's public so i won't say her name but i know you i knew you tune in so Love you, buddy. And uh, better times are coming. Let's uh, get to some funny. And what I remember most about that night was the pressure. Before the show, I had to run out there on the avenue and hand out tickets to anybody who would take them because I couldn't even fill the fucking room. Boy, what a difference. 24 short years next. This is uh, from the brand new uh, Dave Chappelle Netflix special, which dropped two days ago. And right before that time, my father had died. He never lived to see me do it. This is low. It's a high volume. And when so he I died, it. I was inconsolable. I thought I'd never smile or laugh again. And the only thing that got me out of that space was a comedian friend of mine, the late great Norm Macdonald. That's right. Shout out to Norm. And what Norm did, which I'll never forget, is he knew that I was the biggest Jim Carrey fan in the world. Now, I'm not going to go all into it, but Jim Carrey is talented in a way that you can't practice or rehearse. What a God-given talent. I was fascinated with him. And Norm knew that. And he called me up and he goes, Dave, um, he says, I'm doing a movie with Jim Carrey. Um, do you want to meet him? And I said, fuck Yes, I do. And it was the first time I could remember since my father died being excited. And the movie was called Man on the Moon. I didn't know any of this. And in this movie, Jim Carrey was playing another comedian I admired, the late, great Andy Kaufman. Yes, and Jim Carrey was so immersed in that role that from the moment he woke up... Just wait for it. time he went to bed at night, he would live his life as Andy Kaufman. I didn't know that. When they said cut, this nigga was still <laughs> Andy Kaufman. So much so 
that everybody on the crew called him Andy. I didn't know any of that. I just went there to meet him, and when he walked into the room where we were supposed to meet, I screamed, Jim Carrey! And everyone said, no! <laughs> Call him Andy. And I didn't understand. And then he came over and he was acting weird. I didn't know he was acting like Andy Kaufman. He was like, hey, how you doing? And I was like, hello. It's coming. Andy? Now, in hindsight, how fucking lucky am I that I got to see one of the greatest artists of my time immersed in one of his most challenging processes ever. Very lucky to have seen that. But as it was happening, I was very disappointed. Because I wanted to meet Jim Carrey, and I had to pretend this nigga was Andy Kaufman all afternoon. And he was clearly Jim Carrey. I could look at him and I could see he was Jim Carrey. Anyway, I say all that to say, that's how trans people make me feel. (laughs) (laughs) Just right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. Right, the first joke. Oh, man. And then, of course, it spawned a million articles. Dave Chappelle mentions trans people again. A new Netflix special, The Dreamer. I ain't doing trans jokes no more. Although he only really said that so then he could make a disabled joke. I I don't think... (laughs) He also ripped on Little Nas X. Saying, uh... Quote, <laughs> Chappelle prepped another joke about Nas X, explaining that the he, moment he was reminded him of grade school and being asked what he wanted to be when he grew up. He made fun of Lil Nas X, would probably say to his teacher, quote, what do you want to be when you grow up, Lil Nas X? That uh, N-word <clears throat> stood in front of the whole class and said, I want to be the gayest N-word that ever lived. I want to do a music video, slide down a stripper pole, Go all the way to the depths of hell and suck the devil's dick at 10 o'clock on BET while all the kids are awake and can see me. Shockingly, that was the only dream that worked out. Based? Based? <clears throat> you know, and uh, the, the thing about the, 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 it's so easy now. Like all, all you have to do is be a comedian and make some lighthearted joke about trans people, and you get a million dollars in free press. Rolling Stone wrote an article. Dead Deadline wrote an article. Newsweek wrote an article. Business Insider wrote an article, and he has an eighty-five percent. the The reality of of it is, you know, I I assume that. Garden variety trans people, the people that you might actually meet, the people that I've met in my life, relatively chill people. Uh, They just want to live their life. They want to live their truth. They don't want to be screaming in your face. They're not arguing. They're not trying to film you. They're not having a meltdown when you misgender them. I know this because I've met several of them in my life. 
being in the Magic the Gathering gaming community, you know, it's a little more eccentric. It's a little more liberal. There were trans people in my gaming community. Everybody treated everyone with respect. That's like regular world. In fact, I remember this one time, this girl that played with us was cut her hair real short one day. And uh, suddenly, apparently, she was transitioning. I didn't even know what that meant. But all I know is that um, she never said anything to me. She, like, asked somebody that I knew to just let me know about, like, I mean, the, like, she was not confrontation at all. Confrontational at all. It was basically like, hey, can you not call me her or she? Or It was basically like, it, it came down to, like, please use they, them pronouns or something. You know, that's like a normal trans person. These, like, internet trans people, um, the trans people on, like, college campuses. One of the biggest lies that they've ever sold you is that making fun of them is punching down. There were several articles written about this stand-up <clears throat> that said, oh, Dave Chappelle is punching down. He's punching down. He also told this joke. God forbid I ever go to jail. But if I do, I hope it's in California. Because as soon as the judge sends me, I'll be like, Your Honor, before you sentence me, I just went to court to know I identify as a woman. <laughs> Send me to woman's jail. And as soon as I get in there, you know what I'm going to be doing? Give me a fruit cocktail, bitch, before I knock your motherfucking teeth out. <laughs> I'm a girl just like you, bitch. It's very true. There were, I don't know, there are, there are hundreds on this planet of um, biological men who identify as biological women that are in women's prisons. Women are getting pregnant. They're having sex with the women. They're raping the women. Um, this is just the truth. All you have to do is do, you know, do a quick internet search and you could find, I don't know, 50 different examples of it. People on the internet have these, have these meltdowns about him punching down. The, the, the thing is, he isn't punching down. The, the trans community in the West, uh, in, in, the, in the grand scheme of things, in the media, they have, they're probably the most powerful group of people on the planet. Does anybody disagree with that? You name another type of person, race, gender, whatever, orientation. And you could get away with shoving a phone in somebody's face, tearing apart the store, breaking laws, and then just saying, ah, you misgendered me and, and never facing any consequences. Does anybody, does anybody know if the it's ma'am dude was ever arrested? Doubt it. How about the, the dude that put a camera in that Delta worker's face last week? Was it Delta? Some Hollywood weirdo, right? Also trans. Uh, that shit would not fly. If I were doing that, I would have been kicked off the plane. Does anybody disagree? If a run-of-the-mill white guy was cramming, if I was cramming my phone in the face of some Delta employee, screaming at him, you think I'm boarding that plane? You think I'm making it to my destination? No shot. No shot. 
No shot. Trans people can do that. Trans people can scream in your face. Trans people can commit assault and face no crimes. Trans people can riot, break windows. Trans people can commit insurrection at the United States Capitol. None of them face any charges whatsoever. Guy walks around with a lectern. He goes to federal prison. How many trans people were in that free Palestine crap? You know? So the reality is Dave Chappelle is actually punching up. He's punching up at the ruling class. The class that has no consequences whatsoever, that can do whatever they see fit, whenever they see fit. Remember Seth MacFarlane before all his Botox? He's a funny guy. Family guy. <clears throat> Remember how Family Guy used to make uh, jokes about trans people? One of the all-time favorite, one of my all-time favorite uh, self-aware jokes was when Quagmire's dad, who becomes trans, is in a bar and literally says, I can do whatever I want because I'm trans. Do you remember that? Like, that was in, that was in a Family Guy episode. Ready? Excuse me, ma'am. No porn at the bar. Oh, it's okay. I'm transgender. Oh, I, I had no idea. Do whatever you want all the time. <laughs> I mean, right? I mean, right? That was then. This is Seth MacFarlane now. That's powerful, stupid. They don't do that in Europe. They do that here. There's mandatory vaccination and grade in schools. Right, but if you already, but if you already had the disease, you have natural immunity. We didn't seem that was we didn't, that, that we was, didn't seem that to was, believe in that. That was here. debunked, though. I mean, that was that, that's I mean, not debunked. I, don't no. you know people have had COVID four or five times? I do. That's yeah. not natural immunity. There's no immunity there. You've had COVID five times. Probably different strains of COVID, by the way. different strains of COVID, just like there are different strains of the flu, right? People, you know, get their flu vaccines every year and still get the flu. That happens. Because you had too many vaccines. I didn't have COVID. Did, did, you, did the vaccine gave you COVID? Uh, well, that's certainly nothing unscientific about the fact that the vaccine, which does weaken you in order to strengthen you. Says do all vaccines. Exactly. Yeah. But while you're in a weakened state, yes, that's why so many people like me got it, did not have it while the thing was raging and I was taking zero precautions because I was never that afraid of it. But that's anecdotal. Like, I've okay. had yeah, every but, booster oh, there but, is uh, Anecdotal have. that, yeah. And I have never had COVID. I get a flu shot once a year. I haven't had the flu in 20 years. Right. Well, I haven't eaten. I don't get a flu shot. Okay. So, so th this is all anecdotal. Right. But but right. But, but you know the difference between anecdotal and and statistical. I do. And and, I'm, and statistically, you still have a 90 percent better chance of not being hospitalized, not dying if you're vaccinated. Oh okay. well, that but that's assuming all people are alike, and that is one of the giant fallacies in your way of thinking. We are not all alike. Yes, I would recommend and have recommended the COVID vaccine for the high-risk people. Like, if you're 90 or fat, get it. Absolutely. You need it. 
Some people don't. But you had... Djokovic <laughs> didn't need it. But you had... Aaron Rodgers didn't need it. But you the, had something like 1,900 oops. kids who died of COVID during no, the pandemic. No, I don't think that's right. The New how, York, many, how many of them died from the vaccine? None. The, the New York... And, and, and the, the thinking there is that, well, probably most kids are... Yet. They haven't died yet. not going to die from covid so why bother with the vaccine because it's only going to be a few hundred kids right i don't know how many kids died um, that seems very high this, to me I, I i'm almost 1000 percent sure that 2000 kids did not die from covid in fact i remember seeing statistics that said kids were like basically unaffected by it That's what I remember. Out of the 940,000 individuals in the United States, including at least 1,200 children, so half of what he said, and also when you say children, is that somebody who's 18 or 17? Because when you're in the 15 to 19-year-old range, it's very different than the one to four or five to nine, where, which where nobody died. The results say that 821 COVID deaths among individuals aged zero to 19. This is during one study. So, yeah. I know at one point the New York Times grossly, talking about misinformation, they had to apologize. This is the 40 beheaded babies thing. They got it completely wrong. She reported something like, 900,000 children have been hospitalized, and it was like 63,000. So maybe those facts should be Paper, checked. Papers can get it wrong, and they print retractions, and, also, and you know the, this. But also, the, with COVID or from COVID, did 1,900 children die with COVID? Yes, it's yes, a different okay, point. Okay, it takes 7 million people worldwide, 7 million people worldwide who died from COVID. Like, if, if even just a fraction of that is, and, and it's probably a larger fraction who died of COVID than who died with COVID. Even if even just a fraction of that is, that's still a lot of fucking people. That's a lot of fucking. Do you ever notice that like, if you had asked me right before he said that, and I also suspect he's wrong about that. If you, if you asked me how many people died from COVID, I wouldn't know because I'm not obsessed with it. This motherfucker's out here quoting sp specific statistics about COVID. He's not a doctor. He's, he writes cartoons. His entire life is still about reciting COVID statistics. By the way, COVID statistics that are wildly inaccurate. Wildly inaccurate. I, I've said this before. I want to see the chart. I want to see the chart of when the government stopped paying 30, what was it? $32,000 per COVID death emergency funds to hospital. I want to see what the death rate was when that money stopped. People. Yes, and but what? <laughs> okay, that's, but that's, some, but that's some people, seven million people. Things are, and you cannot prevent that. You, you can though. I mean, you 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 can prevent. At what cost? But what's the, the yes, cost of yes, getting a vaccine? A lot. Why is why? What's well, the, the fact that you don't? The, the fact that you don't even have a clue. What's the cost of getting a vaccine that oh, you don't know the that? answer to that? <laughs> 
No, you're, 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 you, you completely want to shut your eyes to the fact that there are repercussions to all medical interventions, inclu including a vaccine. All vaccines, they come, they say side effects just like every medication does. Sure. You can see it in the literature. They can't write it on the, back, you know, on the vaccine, so you have to dig them. And, and, of course, there is a vaccine court because so many people have been injured. This is not a screed to say, don't do vaccines. I'm not against doing vaccines. I'm against doing vaccines that I don't think I need. I should be able to decide that for myself inside my my body. It was funny how the, the my body, my choice people sure changed pretty quick. <coughs> Excuse me. You know, the my body, my choice people were sure on the front lines of saying, put this experimental shit in your body uh, to save grandma. By the way, none of these people, none of these people got, I mean... None of these people, none of these people uh, are on their third or fourth booster. They all got the original one, you know, post their selfies of it, take their Pfizer check, tell, tell all the plebes to go get it. But none of them are on there. None of them are on their seventh booster. Have you seen the numbers? The numbers of people that got their third, you know, percentage drop to th from second to th third, from second to third booster, something like, I don't want to guess. It's extremely high. Percentage drop from second to third booster. I want to say it was like 90%. It was, I, I'm probably wrong. I just remember it was extremely high. And it's astronomically high from the third to the fourth. People are like, well, what's the point of taking this thing if, if I got to give Pfizer 500 bucks every, every six months? And we'll find out, you know, we'll find out more. You know, we'll find out more, but it was, it was an extremely high percentage. I don't know exactly what it was. Yeah, that's what I thought. Somebody, somebody in chat said, "Yeah, like only two percent of people got the fourth jab." It was some, it was some insanely high number of people that just never got that fourth one. Because people are like, "Why am I getting this?" And st I'm still getting sick anyway. The president of the United States told you if you put that shit in your arm, you weren't going to spread it. He said that. He, I'm not making that up. He said that. And I think a lot of people were like, okay, well, in that case, you know, to help slow it, to help, you know, other people from getting it, I'll get vaccinated. Now, did he lie? I don't know. It's Joe Biden. He doesn't even probably know what the hell he's saying. While the nurses were doing their TikToks, people are dying from blood clots. I'm sure that they're not in the COVID death statistics. Let's talk about that biatch Claudine Gay. I've got some great news. Good news. Cigarette juice. Hold on. Breaking news, everybody. Breaking news live during my rumble live stream if you're seeing this over on my youtube as a standalone or rumble bitch you'd odyssey 
I do a daily live stream at 1 Eastern. I'll be live probably while you've seen this video or after I've seen this video. So I'll make sure to put the link in the description. Come on over and hang out for the daily live show. If you've been following this kind of woke college mask off moment stuff that we've been seeing in regards to the battle of the desert between two countries in which I do not live and I have no ties to, um, you saw a lot of these presidents, whether it was the president of, I, th I feel like MIT was one of them, Harvard was one of them, all these Ivy League school presidents went to the Capitol and said that their students uh, chanting various certain things against Jewish individuals was cool, based, and red-pilled, in fact refusing to denounce uh, their students holding rallies and screaming in Jewish students' faces and this and the other thing. Let me just be very, 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 very clear, okay? I do believe that, at least in America, these woke weirdos, whoever they are, can chant whatever they want on these college campuses. They can chant from the river to the sea. They can chant whatever they want, okay? I don't care. Now, if you're seeking out Jewish students and this, that, and he's showing up. To, it gets a little dicier, but as far as I'm concerned, that is still a First Amendment issue. The reason I'm, I'm interested in this is that we all know that if there were Christian or Catholic or Republican students gathering and calling, you know, showing up at the school's uh, some abortion clinic, and, uh, you know, it's chanting and doing all this kind of stuff. These schools would kick them out post haste. We've seen this every time there's a conservative commentator that shows up on campus. The school does nothing to protect them. They invite or allow other groups to show up on campus, like the super soldiers of Antifa, to break windows. I mean, they literally tried to hold Riley Gaines hostage at one of these universities. So... For me, using the First Amendment protection for these uh, particular students who are siding with Palestine in this doesn't really fly with me because universities do not often show First Amendment considerations for, let's say, conservative causes or more traditional causes. By the way, would the students be okay with the with the with the with the uh, would these woke university professors be okay with uh, a bunch of students wearing white hoods and chanting anti-black stuff? It's a First Amendment thing, right? We all know that wouldn't be okay. If there was a bunch of Catholics or Christian students, you know, putting up signs saying that you know uh, the LGBT community community is degenerate and going to hell and all this stuff, and they and they were on the campus and they were chanting in LGBTQ students' faces and chasing them down on campus to say this kind of stuff. Do you think that Claudine Gay would have supported that? No, of course not. Now, one of these woke college uh, presidents has already resigned, but now Claudine Gay, after being exposed as essentially a serial plagiarist, has finally resigned. Now, she gave testimony at, at Capitol Hill 
saying, oh yeah, it's cool. It's based and cool that my students were yelling this. Now, by the way, the shortest tenure ever, Claudine Gay has now stepped down, not because, probably, not because of, you know, she has any remorse for displaying an obvious double standard, but because she had been exposed as a plagiarist on probably a hundred different, different articles that she had written. This is via the Crimson, the Harvard Crimson, their school report. They broke the news. Harvard President Claudine Gay will resign Tuesday afternoon, bringing to end the shortest presidency in the university's history, according to a person with knowledge of the decision. University Provost Alan M. Garber, 76, will serve as the Harvard interim president during the search for the uh, Claudine's permanent successor. The Harvard Corporation, the university's highest governing body, announced in an email Tuesday. Harvard spokesperson Jonathan L. Swain declined to comment on Gay's decision to step down. The resignation just six months ago, uh, just six months and two days into the president. So she was only the president for six months and she blew it. Comes amid growing allegations of plagiarisms, plagiarism and lasting doubts over her ability to respond to anti-Semitism on campus after her disastrous congressional testimony December 5th. Gay weathered the scandal after a scandal after scandal over a brief tenure, facing national backlash for administration's response to what happened on October 7th. Again, they don't actually have to be saying anything. You know, they don't have Harvard didn't have to have a position on this, but they took one and they took one like and really, you know, you look at the comments of every diversity hire was considered or investigated objectively. Would any of them have ever met baseline standards? Hire based on merit or don't hire. An awesome start to the new year. I doubt they learned anything from this. Obviously, her beliefs and competence were known and accepted. Now they need to find another woke, gender-sensitive, white-hating person to replace her. Can society finally conclude that hiring or promoting someone based on their uh, their race or orientation was never a good idea? I mean, I don't know how many of these people are are Harvard students, but you know, here's the thing. We know now for a fact that, you know, I, I'd be willing to suspect, I would be willing to suspect, I guess we don't, I don't, I can't say we know this for a fact, but I think we can suspect that everybody already knew about these plagiarism, you know, complaints about the plagiarism stuff and they were fine with it. Only when she went against, only when she basically endorsed rabid anti-Semitism on her campus did she lose her job? The, the college even stood by her after they've lost millions and millions and millions of dollars in donations. Millions. I like how my uh, buddy is borrowing my truck. And I don't know if you can hear it, but it's a loud truck. And he's just sitting in the garage and it's running now and it's pissing me off because it's uh, coming over the mic and I'm trying to record that video. So now I'm going to text him. It's either that or my ATV. Just leaving it sit running down there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Now it was ATV. 
so I think, you know, I, what's interesting is, you know, I think what we're, what we're finding is it, it's the university was willing to stick with this woman even after her positions cost them millions. I think it might have been billions. It was, an, it was an enormous amount of money that investors pulled out of these schools because, well, a lot of Jewish money were, go, were, were going into Harvard and Stanford and all these points. And people kept digging into her books, finding out that she was basically a serial plagiarist. On top of that, uh, you know, she existed it, or she poo-pooed it as um, not, what's the word, properly accrediting it. As of 16 hours ago, a new whistleblower complaint alleging 50 instances of plagiarism by Harvard President Gay. The whistleblower raises serious issues about how the initial investigation into her work was conducted. The whistleblower levels credible accusations against the Harvard governing board its apparent attempt to squash the initial inquiry into her work and its summarial dismissal of the allegations relying on a still undisclosed three-person panel of, quote, experts who assessed her work outside the normal process of such investigations. The cover-up is often worse than the crime. This is Bill Ackman, by the way. He has, uh, I don't know what he does for a living. He's a CEO of Pershing Square, whatever that is, and he's super rich. Um, he had withdrawn his many millions of dollars of donations into universities. We've seen people like um, Dave Portnoy say he's never going to hire a student from any of these schools. We even saw Harvard enrollment or interest in Harvard uh, going down because people didn't want to be associated with this stuff. You know, and after losing, um, you know, uh, you see here, this is from two weeks ago. Harvard college early applications dropped 17% from the previous year. Decline follows incidents on campus of anti-Semitism and harassment. Rival Yale reports gain in early admissions. Not that that matters because they don't take, I mean, I, I'm not sure that it's actually a merit-based thing. I think they just kind of take, you know, they handpick whatever the, uh, whatever the um, flavor of the week is. You're going to, you know, if you're trans, you're getting in. If you're Asian, you're not getting in, um, you know, and if you look at, I think it was, let's see, Harvard donations. I think that they had lost, you know, all but three, <clears throat> all but three of more than 100 high dollar donations from Harvard employees go to Democrats. Shocking. You can see this in 2023, the donors at ditch Harvard and those who haven't, you see, uh, the list of donors who've pledged their full funding has steadily grown with billionaire Len Blavatnik emerging late last year to announce that he would be pausing all contributions to Harvard over its treatment of anti-Semitism. His family founded and had previously given the university at least $270 million. The Wexner Foundation, chaired by family members of ex-Victoria's Secret CEO Les Wexner, by the way, I believe he was around, uh, didn't he get extorted by uh, old Jeffrey? They pulled $2 million in support. Um, some high-profile donors to the universities have not at least publicly responded to controversies. The Chan Zuckerberg Initiative, for example, previously pledged a whopping $500 million to the university to establish an AI intelligence lab. 
neither the initiative nor Mark Zuckerberg has been commenting on it. I mean, there's there we're talking about uh, we're talking about a lot of money, and then it all stemmed from, of course, this hearing. Mr. Stefanik, you're recognized for five minutes. Do you side side against the Jewish people in Israel and globally? Correct. I will say again, that type of hateful speech is personally abhorrent to me. Do you believe that type of hateful speech is contrary to Harvard's code of conduct, or is it allowed at Harvard? It is at odds with the values of Harvard. Can you but not say here that it is also... against the code of conduct at Harvard? Uh... We embrace a commitment to free expression, even of views that are objectionable, offensive. No, they don't. No, they don't. They, they only, they only care about views that push a progressive agenda. You know what I mean? Like it's insane to me. Well, she's gone. The fact that she stuck it out this long is actually shocking to me, but it'll just be another write-off for the woke machine, I suppose. Rest in pepperonis, lady. I look forward to you being promoted to the board of directors at Ben & Jerry's. I think that, uh, you know, I, I think the entire, the entire thing with this broad... <clears throat> It's, it's, look, my, my point is and will remain, okay, I, those little college woke tard brats, they can chant from the river to the sea. They can chant whatever bullshit they want, okay? I don't personally have a problem with it. It is a First Amendment issue. Uh, and, you know, when colleges get federal and state funding, then they don't get to suppress their students, at least the ones who are citizens, their First Amendment rights. The problem is that has never been the actual case at these universities. They have never been a place where conservatives can share their opinions, where conservatives can share their uh, positions without fear of reprisal without getting, you know, I mean, the school will tacitly endorse violent mobs of people to kick conservatives out, to keep conservatives off the campus, right? Keep this hate speech out of our campus. Keep this hate speech out of our campus. They endorse that shit. But my guess is that if you were to go to some LGBTQ uh, event, and, and cheer and, and let them know that they're all degenerates and they're going to hell and that, um, you know, they're a pox on their parents' houses and blah, 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 blah. Unless you're Muslim, you're probably not going to get to do that. If you're Muslim, you get to do that. I don't know why. That's just the rule. That's the, that's the rule. I didn't make up the rule. 
I didn't, I didn't, I don't even agree with the rule, but that's the rule. <laughs> I don't think anyone should say that, but I also don't, I don't have a problem with somebody saying it. They should be able to. Um, they should be able to say those things, certainly. Do I agree with them? No. Do you see that weird old lady crying with the blue and white McDonald's wrap? That can't be real. That can't be real. Please tell me that that video is not real. I'll, I'll find it. Uh, here. Can I turn a one minute TikTok video into a 10 minute the quartering video? Can I do it? By the way, shout out to Adam if he's watching. Appreciate you, bud. I've got your slow cooker and uh, vape loaded up in my truck. And I'll see you tonight. I don't know. This is a long stretch. One minute. Do I turn one minute? Can I do a one minute video into a 10 minute quartering video? This will be one of my all time greatest stretches. Did anyone see ESPN era woman's boob on TV last night? I did not see the boob in real time, but I did investigate as part of my, you know, for my journalistic integrity. Um, I need to find out more information to make a 10 minute video. Yeah, that's true. Actually, let's look. Um, let's see if I can actually. Uh, Is it the McChicken she's mad about? Hold on a second. What it was a McChicken. Let's see if we can find out. Let's see if we can find out one thing here first. McChicken. Does anybody work at McDonald's in the chat? Okay, here we go. Okay. Oh, this is an old ass video. Here we go. I'm doing it, boys. All right. If I can do it, if I can do it, you can do it. If I could change, then you could change. Here we go. I'm going for it, boys. <clears throat> Uh, 
if I can, if I can, if I can, if I can make this a 10 minute video, five people have to join the basement. How's that work? How about that? If I, if I could turn this into a 10 minute or five people join the basement deal. Here we go. All right. Mickey's in. That's the join button. Just so people know. All right. It's right here. And you get access to a special little chat. You get access to directly to me via chat and messages, as well as members-only content, which will increase this year. Here we go. Well, I was browsing the internet, and I thought perhaps it was an ad that was following me around because... I'm not going to lie. I was a little hungover yesterday on January the 1st. Now, I have begun what is commonly referred to as dry January, which only about 17% of people can complete. Um, I've also begun uh, intermittent fasting today, so I'm probably going to be really crabby over the past couple of weeks. But I saw a lot of stuff going on around McDonald's, and I thought... Maybe it's just an ad because I was looking for like McDonald's DoorDash because New Year's Day. I, I don't know if there's like anything open. So I see this video going around about an individual who had ordered a McChicken sandwich. By the way, McChicken plain with cheese used to be on the dollar menu. And that used to be my go-to. Two McChickens plain with cheese and like a medium Coke was like $3.50. Now it's probably like $13.50. But here we go. I see this video of a woman who's very upset about her McChicken sandwich, apparently. Now, I did a little bit of more research, and I found out that this video is a little old. It's, it's about two months old. So it's not like sometimes you know how Twitter, because of Twitter monetization, um, you know, it, I pause the video. Shut up. I am buying time. Don't tell him, Lieutenant. This is part of my process. Back to recording. Sometimes Twitter allows videos to go kind of viral way late after the fact. This one isn't that late. Let's take a little look at a TikTok. Now, I was convinced this is fake. But I am told you, I am told by reliable sources, I can now assure you that it is real. So I was starving, so I have to get one quick sandwich from here. And I thought they... It's called McDonald's. Give me the wrong sandwich, but conveniently... McDonald's changed their packaging. Wow. What does that resemble? I actually don't know. I, do, I don't, I don't know. I, what does you mean? It's just a, it's a, a blue M? What does it mean? I, I don't understand. What, what, I don't get it. It's just a, the, the McDonald's? Or they're like ripping off White Castle or something like that? Is it a woman spreading her legs? Is that what she's upset about? Yeah. She went back to the store. She went back to the store. What is this? This one? Yeah, what is this? Oh, wait. <laughs> wait a minute. I'd like to point something out. It is... is it is almost certainly the same girl because she has the same nails, right? 
the same the same Lee press on nails. She ate the sandwich. She didn't have any problem eating the McChicken sandwich. The McChicken sandwich, I want to point out, is no longer in the wrapper. So she couldn't have been that upset. She ate the sandwich, drove back to McDonald's to harass an hourly employee who makes minimum wage. Let's Again, I don't know. Is she mad that it's like a white? She's ripping off White Castle because she thinks the M's upside down or something like that. This one? Yeah. What is this new packaging? It's the McChicken wrapper. But why is it blue and white? I don't see that or not. I think you do know. I think you do. Everybody's in on it. Everybody's in on it. Everybody's in on it. You know hourly mcdonald's employee exactly what exactly what your corporation's up to with a wrapper that is blue you know this is in support of israel they mean it was like that actually since a few months ago because we ran out of the regular one uh, <laughs> in case you didn't hear it she thought it was in support of israel okay which it wasn't, as the employee calmly points out that this has been the packaging for months. No, I don't think so. This is obviously in support of Israel. Obviously. No, I mean, we actually had that for a while, though. I was here two weeks ago, and it wasn't like this. I mean, we had that stuff. We also I, know, have I know this is not your fault because you're an employee. Yeah. But, but I'm going to harass you anyway, and I'm going to record this. By the way, if this employee contacts me and can, can prove it's them, I'll send you a 500 bucks. All right. 500 bucks for this employee. Cash money. But I think this is disgusting for them to do this. And I know you in your heart, you know in your heart that this is clearly what this rapper is for. What the? F what the? F hey, by the way, you ate it. You ate it. You ate the sandwich. You couldn't have been that upset. You licked a little bit of cheese. Ah, there's a little cheese that gets stuck on the wrapper. She licked it off. I guarantee it. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm explaining it to you. It is. This is what it's for. This is the color of their flag. This is clearly what they're doing. Everything on the planet that's blue and white is has been blue and white. Wait a minute. Look at my background. <gasps> There's blue and white on my overlay. Oh, there's blue in my shirt. And what they're showing to people, and I think it's disgusting. She brought the wrapper back. Now, she, she ate the sandwich, boys and girls. She ate the sandwich. That happened. She ate the sandwich. Wall Street Silver writes, imagine being so invested politically that you think blue packaging in a McDonald's is in support of Israel, and then going after the, an employee at the franchise thinking he can help resolve it. By the way, according to Reuters fact check, white and blue McDonald's wrappers predate October 2023. It actually reminds me of a great bit from uh, a comedian. Uh, I don't know if he'd, he'd call me his friend, but associate. I've seen him do stand-up, funny guy, 
And perhaps I can bridge the gap here because I think Danny has, by the way, you should follow at Danny jokes on X. Perhaps this, he has a great product, I think, for this person. After collapsing on the football field. After collapsing in the middle of the game. Collapsing during the game. Collapsing on the tennis court. Suddenly collapsing. The player collapsed, collapsed and died. died after collapsing. Are you tired of being called a conspiracy theorist? Do you see patterns where other people don't? Are your relationships with your friends and family suffering as a result? Well, then ask your doctor about Noticinol. Noticinol is an FDA-approved drug that helps people afflicted by chronic noticing. It works by suppressing the part of your brain responsible for critical thinking so you can get back to living carefree. See? I think, I think Noticinol is exactly what this woman needs. It seems like just the perfect product for anybody in the world that might be having a complete meltdown over a rapper. Side effects of taking Noticinol may include, but are not limited to, heart attacks, sudden adult death syndrome, storming the Capitol, unironically enjoying late night television, and in rare cases, Brian's deltoritis. <laughs> People who take Noticinol once a day report up to a 97% decrease in noticing. Do your own research to find out if Noticinol is right for you. You can't stop coincidences from happening, but you can stop noticing them. And now for more severe cases, try extra strength Noticinol Jew. Say goodbye to noticing once and for all. Notice and all. <laughs> Danny. Danny. <laughs> oh, Danny. A 30 pack, uh, a 30 pack and some notice and all. Uh, you know, that's, I think that's what this individual needs. I'm not even sure that like, yeah, if you ever get a chance to see Danny and um and he usually I see him on tour with Ryan. Yeah, I'd invest in a Noticinol and their extra strength blend. Thanks. I'm gonna ask my doctor about Noticinol. I I just I don't understand. You know, see McDonald's changed its food wrappers to support Israel. False. You would think that like, you know, in a world of where kind of going viral has financial benefits to it where we see like on Twitter and things like that people will sh knowingly share old videos for example and not at excuse me provide any context for them because they know that people just won't know they'll share it around and they'll get a, b a bunch of money or maybe the person that filmed this actually it's just a meme maybe it's just a comedian or something like that I don't know but what I can say is if you're going to have a you're going to whip out your phone you're gonna have, you're gonna be mad about McDonald, a McDonald's rubber. Then you're gonna go harass the employee. I think perhaps you do need the extra strength Noticinol Jew blend. That's what I'm thinking this individual might need, but I'm not a doctor. I hope you enjoyed this video. If you did, make sure you leave a like on it and we'll talk to you again real soon. 10 minutes, 28 seconds, boom. I dull and tired. Uh, thank you. By the way, shout out to King of Biltong. Good afternoon from Anton's of Roanoke, Texas. Free shipping on your Biltong using code the Q, one word that is. A land of Biltong.com and AntonUSA.com. Have an awesome 2024. Remember, every day is better with Biltong. I agree. I enjoy his product greatly. Some ground up noticinol sounds good right now. Yeah. 
Pac-Man, happy new year. Happy victory Tuesday. Love looked great. And Joe Barry still needs to be fired. Yep. Big agree on that. Um, Logan's run says they're, they've always failed up. Yeah. Big agree on that. So I did it. So by the way, if you're tuned in all 5,000 wonderful people, you can join my locals. It would be awesome if you did. You don't have to. All I ever ask, by the way, if it's your first time on the show, say hi. I read the I read chat. I don't only you don't have to rumble rant. I see regular chat. Um, I read, you know, chat, but um one awesome way would be to join my locals. Uh you can do so by clicking the basement right here. It's five bucks a month, or you get two months free if you do it for a year. And um, you get ac direct access to me. You get access to there's a separate chat that goes on during live streams. We can post pictures and gifts and stuff like that. And also there is members exclusive content there as well. Yeah, if Notisanol was available in suppository form, I suppose that would be maybe the best. Can you write off the subscription cost? I mean, if it's through your business. Um, what should I type the Claudine Gay video? Hey, Jeremy, I want to thank you for helping me gain the courage to tell me about my step, my stepfather, how I really felt him about him before he passed away. Your video really did help. Hey, thank you, dude. You're very welcome, Magic Mantis. I'm sorry to hear that he passed or happy. I don't know how you really felt about him, but at least you don't have to carry it with you, you know? Over 10 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, uh, Marna Mac. What, is, what should I say? Like Harvard, Harvard finally fires woke idiot. Laughing boys, games, appreciate you. Um, what should I call it? Harvard fires woke clown president Claudine Gay. <laughs> gay. I'm going to have Claudine Gay in the title. And it's going to get demonetized. Fake gay now fired. after massive plagiarism bust uh, and millions lost. Did they release the list already? Can we get a free notisanol drug house like a crack house people get? Yeah, I mean, I I sure hope so. Let's talk about some boobs. You guys want to talk about some some boobas? Is there an earthquake going on there? Yes, it's my. Uh, buddy who's just probably helping to do chores around the house and probably doesn't realize that the ATV uh, comes across on the mark, mic when he's parked in the garage because I'm above the garage 
buzz, boo ba ba boo buzz, boo buzz, boo ba ba boo buzz, boo buzz, boo ba ba boo buzz, boo buzz. Milk truck just arrived. No, it's a stupid fake controversy over this conservative girl's boobs. It's so dumb. No, no, it was uh it was my fault. Uh I when I hit record I accidentally turned off the stream. When I hit record I actually turned off the stream. No, no, it was uh it was my fault. Okay. So what uh, Riley wrote was USA boxing to allow men who merely say they are women to fight against women. Mark my words. It will take a woman losing her life before these misogynistic fools wake up. I mean, I don't disagree. I, I, I genuinely do not disagree with that. The, the insane levels that, we seem to be going, you know, that we seem to be going to in the name of progress or progressivism uh, is, is just pure insanity to me. Hold on a second. Here's the article. USA boxing to allow men who have their junk cut off to beat up women. USA boxing has adopted a new trans policy that will allow males to compete in the female category under certain conditions. The governing body, which oversees amateur and Olympic style boxing in the United States, will now permit adults who identify as trans, who just identify as of that, um, to fight in the category of their choice. However, they will be required to declare their new gender identity, complete regular hormone testing, and undergo gender reassignment surgery. So at least in that case, you tell them, hey, you got to chop it off. You've got to have the smoothening happen. Shout out to one of the all-time greatest episodes of American Dad. Uh, I, I don't know if it's called The Majestic, but it is. The I think it is. Well, one of the one of the best. So, you know, in other words, <clears throat> men will have to chop off their junk. I, at least, at least, at least they have to do that. At least they have to do that. In addition to surgery, male to female transitioners must show their testosterone level in serum has been below five, I don't know what that is, nat nanomolecules, I don't know what that means, per liter, at least 48 months prior to competition, and it has to stay that way throughout the period of desired eligibility. The purpose of this policy is to provide fairness and safety for all boxers. USA Boxing said in a statement on Friday, but does it? While requiring castration might cut down on the number of males eligible to compete with females, 
the new policy does not account for the size and strength advantages still gained through male puberty. According to the American College of Sports Medicine, males enjoy a biological advantage over females when it comes to sport. And even if a fully grown man undergoes hormone therapy and surgery, he still holds a significant advantage because he experienced male puberty. <clears throat> puberty. As Outkick's Riley Gaines pointed out, the USA boxing policy only sets up these men to become heroes by exerting their power over women. Do you understand what this means? Riley posted on X. Men will be glorified for <laughs> beating up on women. Not only glorified, they will be deemed brave for such a such actions. Slippery, slippery slope. Look, I want to say this much, though. I'll say this much about it. I wouldn't necessarily say... You know, it, it doesn't... I wouldn't necessarily say they will be viewed as heroes. I won't think they're a hero. I'm sure you won't think they're heroes. I don't think the other men in their sport will view them as heroes. The media might say that. The media may say that it's stunning and brave or something like that. But I, I don't think everyday regular fans of boxing are going to think that these cheaters are stunning and brave. The fact that you have to go to the level of you know removing the junk, I, I, I think that that's probably okay, but it's still insane. Stop making excuses for Rumble. Like, they're three years old competing in Institution Controls Internet. Bro, I literally hit the button to terminate the stream. I don't know why you're having a meltdown. I literally did do that. I'm not making an excuse for them. I heard a rumor people are buying into males fighting females in sports because watching men dominate females is a fetish. Thoughts? Yeah. I would I'd buy that. <laughs> Further... The policy also allows trans adults to compete in the category of their choice. This means female to male transitioners can also compete as women if they prefer. Junkless men can fight women. Meanwhile, taking massive amounts of testosterone can beat up on women. Women taking testosterone can then also beat up on women. Meanwhile, the boxers of the male category just get to continue in peace. Think about that, actually. So if you are, a f according to these rules, from what I understand, um, from what I understand in these rules, if you are a woman, you can say you're transitioning, you can pump testosterone in your body to get more muscle mass and whatever, and then you can still go pummel women. Is it a fetish? Probably. This is like the natural end. This is like the natural conclusion of misogyny. Like you hate women so much that you're going to chop off your junk. You're going to take hormones just so you can go pummel them. I mean, you could do anything else in life. That's where like, you know, that's where the, that's where the thing is for me. I, I still, even though I'm less these days now than I was a few years ago, but like, I don't, I want to let people live and let live and that's fine. But, you know, being able to physically dominate your competition in boxing 
um, is not a human right. It's also not gender affirming, I don't believe. I, I believe that it's downright sick. There is something wrong with these, these biological men that want to do that, in my opinion. And I can only really tell you more specifically about that in the members portion of this video. So if you're watching on thepublica.com, it's going to continue now for our members. If you haven't joined yet as a member, definitely do so. It's going to get spicy. If, uh, if you're not a member yet, and this is where I leave you, please make sure you subscribe to the Publica here on Rumble and or YouTube. And uh, consider joining because uh, this one's going to get quite spicy. Now, for the freaks, in my opinion, that seemingly get off on, you know, physically dominating women, um, invading women's spaces, it's, I've said this before and I'll say it again, it's a fetish. It's some sort of, uh, they get off on it. They, they get off on making women feel uncomfortable. They get off on um, touching women against their will, about you know physically dominating them. It's probably some sort of rape fantasy for them. Forcing themselves into women's spaces is a form of, obviously it is not the same as rape, but it has the same power dynamic, I believe. It has this same, I'm dominating women and woman, and you can't do anything about it. Except these men are so, they're too cowardly to actually rape women. Is that, is that too far? Is saying that going too far? Because I don't want to discount actual sexual abuse. Okay. I don't, I don't want to do that. But to me, that's what it is. They are, they are forcing themselves on women, women who don't want them there. They're forcing themselves there. It's a position of power because rape is always about power. It's not about sex. So it's about forcing themselves on women, forcing themselves into women's spaces, and then in some cases, physically hurting them. For example, in boxing. It's definitely rape adjacent. It's the same freaks that get off on it. It's the same freaks that get off on it. There's absolutely, and I know some people may agree, right? May disagree, may disagree. But I don't care if people are trans, it doesn't bother me none. Live and let live, be you, go ahead. But when, there's something about these trans, and it's always the men, by the way. It's always the biological men. Let's stop pretending. like. Let's stop pretending why two gay men are always adopting boys. It's just a coincidence, I guess. But let's stop pretending that it's the, the female to male trans people because th they aren't doing this. They're not doing this. It's the biological men who hate women. that are They're the ones that are doing this. They hate women so much that they're chopped their dick off just so they can punch somebody or just so they can take their medals away, or just so they can f make them feel uncomfortable. And the sickest part about it is that society has enabled it via wokeness. 
It's sad. It's truly sad. Stay locked in here at thepublica.com for more members-only videos. I'm not the only one that makes videos here either. Obviously, Sydney does. Um, Natasha does. We have a whole team here that works hard for you, and we've got a, ba a big, big 2024 plan for you. Hope that you enjoyed this video, and we'll talk to you again real soon. Yeah, I can't believe I, I hit that stupid... Uh, when I hit the record button, I hit something... Um, that got rid of it that ended the stream so we lost like 1200 people I don't think that I don't think it's too wild to call it rape it's obviously not it's not rape but it's rape adjacent they want to dominate these women they want they, 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 it's sexual to some of them I went full retard. What do you mean? You disagree with what I'm saying? Oh, it was all the boob talk? Boop. And then we got to tip this back, I guess. Oh, no, I don't. Oh no, it was, oh yeah, I did. I clicked the wrong button. Okay, so let's talk here. God, there's so much news. I could do like, I mean, I'm straight stacked for tomorrow too. Up to my tits. Okay. Now let's see. Doobie doobie doo. How's everyone's New Year's? I didn't even ask. I can't restart the local stream. It's it's because of, it's something with the freaking uh something with the uh when I accidentally click it when I'm using restream, it just it's just fucked. Yeah, locals I can't restart. Sorry, Jack. Just call me a retard to get my attention first. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about conservatives' obsessions with boobs. Where is this? My God, it's so much news. So much news. Where is it? We've got the milker story. Where's this stupid... Oh my God. Where is it? Here it is. Milk truck just arrived. Must be a slow week in news as basically all of last week was full of just the dumbest fake outrage I've ever seen in my life. In fact, I even made a video about it and it was so, I even I felt it was so cringe and astroturfed and fake that I didn't even upload a video on it. 
But if you were on Twitter, you saw a bunch of fake outrage and a bunch of fake offense all surrounding some stupid $25 calendar uh, that was supposed to raise money for Riley Gaines. Uh, a $25 calendar plus shipping that 10% of the revenue went to Riley Gaines' foundation. Now, if it were, if it's up to me and I wanted to help out Riley Gaines' organization, literally donating a $5 bill is double what she would get if you bought this, this great product for $25 plus shipping. But I don't want to be too much of a prude. I know some of my viewers bought the calendar and it's, it is overall, it's harmless. In fact, I don't know how many total people were in it. It was like, I don't know, I assume 12 or 13 uh, conservative women were in the calendar. Really, nine or 10 of them didn't even say a dang thing about it. They weren't out there trying to pretend to be victims. They weren't out there trying to be, you know, trying to clout chase. They did the calendar. I assume they got paid. I hope they got paid. And they just went about their way. You didn't see Riley Gaines out there pretending to be outraged and all this kind of stuff. But the grift was on and everybody um, had to pretend to have some kind of, you know, faux moral opposition of the calendar or, um, or pretending that it was totally harmless. The problem is, you know, this is why Republicans have a hard time winning elections is because, you know, when you talk about conservatism, some people believe that when you are a conserva conservative, then you must also be Christian or, or Catholic, religious conservative. And that's not the case. There are plenty of people who vote conservative who don't go to church every day, who don't, who aren't like super hardcore religious. Uh, I voted conservative or Republican in the last election. I'm not super religious. Um, but because of full week, they had a full week of being upset over this stupid calendar, okay? A $25 calendar um, that a whole $2.50 went to Riley Gaines for, okay? But again, you buy the calendar, it's fine. Look, I sell coffee. I don't, I don't think that, you know, I think it's cringe if you're like, buy this coffee. You know, that's why I don't do buy the coffee to own the libs or whatever, but... Some people make their money a certain way. That's fine. Grift on. I don't have any problem with the grift. All right. So a calendar comes out and conservatives, I mean, you know, Bryson Gray wrote, released a rap song about it. Uh, I don't want to name drop all these women because, you know, I do think that the women in the conservative space do get unwanted, unfair comments about their looks all the time. Um but they also, some of these women are also constantly engaging in it and, and, and stoking the flames and then pretending that they're the victims. That's not what this is about. So everyone's talking about this stupid-ass calendar all week long, right? And again, I want to point out that most of these women didn't insert themselves in this conversation. You know, some people calling it, like, demonic, all this. It's not demonic, okay? It was a very milquetoast calendar, uh, meant to enrich the guy that that made it, uh, whatever his name. It was meant to make him a bunch of money, and then give a tiny portion of that money to Riley Gaines. It's the oldest grift in the book. A portion of profits go to charity. All right, but again, at the end of the day, who cares? It's not any more spicy than any calendar you would have seen uh, in any mechanics shop. So when that went away, suddenly everyone dug up this video. 
from this individual here, who I don't even know who it is, Isabella, Isabella Maria DeLuca, okay? It's launching last week, it was Calendargate. And now apparently it's Cakegate. And fellas, you stupid idiots, I love you. I love you so deeply. But these women are playing you again, okay? <laughs> the, the, like, a woman is allowed to upload a video baking a cake to the internet without everyone calling her a whore, okay? That's fine, all right? I agree with that. And I think that some women in this space, you know, I've seen the comments that people get, all right? And it's not always wanted, it's not always needed, but for some reason, people are losing their minds over this video. Now, I wonder why. I'm gonna turn off the music, cause I'm sure it's a, I mean, like, I don't, I, I, apparently she's baking something. I don't know what, apparently she's baking something. You wouldn't know that because it's not even, it's in the frame for one second of the whole video. All right. Oh wait, there's another, there's another frame. Okay. Now I'm going to, I'm going to be the, you know, I'm going to be the reality here, reality person here. Okay. It's a good pause phrase. All right. Two things can be true. Two things can be true at once. All right. One, a woman is allowed to be attractive without being called a whore. A woman is allowed to have big boobs without being called a whore. Okay. Just because you have a big chest, that doesn't mean that you're automatically some kind of terrible person or whatever the case may be. Okay. I, I, I mean, what are you supposed to do with those things? You know, my wife is uh blessed. Her cup overfloweth, we'll say. And, um, you know, I, I think that that's fine. And I don't think that she, sh she, she should be allowed to make this video all she wants. Okay. On the other hand, on the other hand, okay. So ladies, I, I defended you, right? And I meant every word I said. I meant every word I said. She's entitled to dress how she wants and make a cake or whatever. But let me tell you something. This video is framed in a way that she knows will maximize her views. Don't act. Don't act like, I mean, if you frame this up, look at all this dead space up. This is how I know, okay? As somebody who, you know, films videos, right? Look at all this dead space above her head, okay? Right? You've got, I don't know, 20% of the screen is framed above her head. Now she might say, oh my God, well, I'm, not a I'm not a famous camera person. Please, okay? Please. It is, her, it is literally filmed so her, her, her gigantic mommy milkers are right on the screen at literally every frame of the video. 
every frame of a video, her boobs are bursting into your living room. Okay? Girls are allowed to understand that boobs get better click-through rates. Look at, I mean, the cake, this is what I'm saying, okay? Look at all this wasted space up here, all right? Look at all this space up here. And then look at, the cake is cut off at the bottom. If she would just tilt the camera down a little bit, you would actually see the cake and nobody would be making fun of her. Do you get what I'm saying? She filmed her boobs, not the cake. That's obvious. All right. Obvious. Because if you were, I mean, the cake isn't even in the freaking frame. Right. I'm just covering both points. All right. Salty fucking relax. Okay. I get it. You simp for her. All right. I'm getting to it. My point is that this is a complete nothing burger that the conservative part of Twitter has picked up and started melting down about. Look, I put, I put, I'm going to put her. I mean, she's a very beautiful looking woman. I put any chance I could put a beautiful woman in my, in my thumbnails. I do it anytime I can, anytime I can have big sweater milk trucks in my in my thumbnails i do it because they get clicks okay both things can be true at once she can be fully aware of what will get her views and it can also be okay this video has 9.1 million impressions because people are losing their damn minds about it you see Lauren Chen, people wouldn't be saying a thing about this vid being inappropriate if your boobs were small. Let's be real. That's their problem, not yours. You're in a t-shirt. You look great. I agree. But let's not pretend that she didn't perfectly frame this. I mean, come on. She perfectly, you, it's a, you're baking the video. You're baking a cake. You don't even have the cake in frame. All right. I am sharing the grift secrets with you. She knows exactly what she's doing, and that's okay. All right? That's 100% okay. Brittany Venti, saw some reactions to this. Big chest of women getting shamed for literally existing. Double standard. Again, are there some weird woman haters, stuff like that, weirdos like this, as Islam fixes this? Look, I don't... I don't know who this woman is. My guess is if she makes videos like this, she and she she purposely, by the way, she makes a thumbnail in order to pick the thumbnail. You have to, so if you want the right thumbnail on a Twitter video, you export a single frame from inside the video and you put it at the front. So she picked this thumbnail. Okay, so she picked this thumbnail. She knows exactly what she's doing. She looks, I mean, she's a beautiful woman. She's using it to her advantage. There's a hundred percent nothing wrong with this, but look at all this, like all of this outrage is just making her more popular. And, and this exact same thing that other woman did. 
her timeline is look at this a video from months ago and no the kick is not in the shot and, and like I, I don't even get it but it's like these women are using the like these women are the grift is so obvious look at this non-stop tweets from this person about it These are the type of pictures that they post anyway. These are all her. I mean, so what? If I look like that and I was a chick, I'd be looked, I'd dress like that all the time. This is the biggest nothing burger since the stupid calendar last week. And they're both set up to extract money from you. All right. Take a look at those nice sweater puppies. Enjoy them and move on with your day. If you want to spend $25 plus shipping to own the libs on a calendar, go ahead. But understand that it was created to make someone else rich, not to fight the libs, not to help Riley Gaines, okay? Absolutely ridiculous nothing burger. Hope you enjoyed this video. If you did, make sure you have a like on it. We'll talk to you again real soon. I don't care about you. If I had these, look, if I had this incredible, if I was this chick and I had this body, I would, I mean, this is how I would dress all the time. But let's not pretend that these women are not also grifting. Both things can be true. You know what I'm saying? Like both things can be true. You can be hot and you can be a grifter. Hey, appreciate that, Jabbers. The 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 calendar is done by the ultra right beer guy. Again, another pointless, harmless grift product designed to extract the right, separate the right from their money, the no different than any e-girl on the internet would. If you think, I mean, like, I don't want to, like, pick on anybody in particular, but there was somebody in the conservative side last week that spent the entire week whining and complaining about being a victim when every other day they're posting selfies of themselves on the internet. Like, I get it. Being attractive or po posting selfies or this, that, and the other thing, that does not give people a right to, like, you know, whine and complain or whatever or, or objectify you. But... Also, if you're putting your picture out there on the internet and you're and you're you know posting thirst traps and people comment on them, that's what you wanted. You post like men and women like if you're posting these glam shots and you're getting putting on all your makeup and you're putting on filters and all this other bullshit and you post that picture on the internet, I don't want to hear about how oh, unwanted comments from men. Bitch, you wanted those comments. You wanted the comments. That's why you applied a filter to it. That's why you're like, oh, I was just feeling cute. Okay, cool. Then why'd you post it to the internet?
you know? It's fine. It's fine. Just don't lie. Just don't lie. You don't get to just have the positive. Told you, I, I had lots of boob tales today. Boob tales. Ooh, ooh. Hold on a second. Dooby dooby doo. I'm so sick of this lily broad too. Hold on a sec. What's going on, everyone? Jeremy here from the quartering. Apparently, we're ringing in a thirsty 2024, whether it was the stupid, pointless calendar gate on the right-wing influencer circuit going on on Twitter all week last week, or the cake gate going on on Twitter uh, over the weekend. Now we have another fresh batch of articles from uh, milk truck delivery driver um, Lily from AT&T spawning three or four new articles whining about people finding her attractive uh, and why her giant chest had absolutely nothing whatsoever to do with her success. Look, again, I don't understand. Like, you don't get to have it both ways, all right? There were four or five different articles spawned this week. Here's a variety. AT&T's Lily faced harassment online. This is a brand new article. Here's another new article. AT&T's Lily faced harassment online until she got a call of support from Flo. Yeah, I don't think Flo, the actress that played Flo, was getting the same kind of harassment that this chick was. This is what... Look, again, you're allowed to have gigantic, delicious milkers, okay? It, you, you know, you're allowed to show them off. But what you're not allowed to do is pretend like they didn't help you in your career. Otherwise, why would you be dressed like this? I mean, give me a break, all right? I mean, I, I just, I don't understand. So look, I mean, you're putting this these pictures out there. I'm not putting these pictures out there. You're putting these pictures out there. You're allowed to not be harassed. You're allowed to not have people, you know, um, you know, touch you or give you un inappropriate comment, comments, things like that. Like, that's fine. I agree with that. But what you aren't allowed to do is, is, first of all, control how people react to it, all right? If you're walking down the street and I see, okay, something, I'm going to look. 
I'm not going to apologize from now. I'm not going to go over there and go, mommy, daddy want milk. I'm not going to do that. That's gross. Okay. That's not okay. But then to have all these think pieces come out. Are you kidding me? And first of all, Flo, I mean, look, she's fine and all, but we're not even in the same, they're not even in the same ballpark. This is just yet another person who's like personally insecure because she knows why she made it. And she wants to pretend like, you know, if she was an A cup, she would have been just as successful, which is just not true. You don't have to apologize for that. And again, I will say again, you know, guys can't be walking up to you and being, that's gross and it's stupid. Miliana Vantrub, the actress who plays AT&T spokesperson Lily Adams, revealed that Stephanie Courtney, who famously played Progressive Flows, Progressive Flow, helped her navigate online harassment that she received about her body. She portrayed AT&T's uh, Lily since 2013, so for 11 years now. And Courtney has been appearing as Flo for 15. Maybe, I mean, I've never thought Flo was attractive, but different strokes for different folks. You can pretty much be very, very, very certain that there aren't any pictures of Flo uh, with like two-thirds of her tit out. In a new interview with New York Times, um, Van Trump, who's 36, recalled Courtney at 53, reaching out to her in the summer of 2020 when she started appearing in AT&T's ads. Upon our comeback, social media users started referring to Van Trump as mommy milkers due to her chest size, she remembers. Yelly claims that people spammed AT&T's social media posts with lewd declarations and emojis of glasses of milk. <laughs> Oh, you Indian guys. You Indian guys. Quote, our real world is so small that the internet felt like everything, she told the Times. At the time, AT&T even released a statement condemning the quote-unquote harassment. And the AT&T account replied to offensive comments on social media, writing... We don't, we don't condone harassment of our employees in the workplace or on our social channels. And I think that that's fine too. That's fine. You can stick up for, for look, it's just, you don't get it both ways. All right. Let's not pretend. Come on. Like, let's not pretend that the, those sweet bobs didn't help you get to where you are. Now, again, that can be true, and it can also be true that, you know, people can't, you know, people shouldn't be, like, obsessing over you or, like, get, you know, seeing you on the street and saying something insane. But that's actually not what she's, it's just people replying with milk emojis on social media posts. She said, saying the spread uh, of her personal photos online hurt my feelings. Your personal photos... And it felt like, it felt like S.A. I want to be clear. She said her pictures that she posts on the internet being spread on the internet was like her being assaulted. 
That's what she said. You put this picture. It's a Getty image. You can license this photo. What are you talking about? This picture you took on the red carpet. What are you talking about? You're posing for these photos. You're putting them on the internet. What are you talking about? Look at this. You got your makeup on. You look beautiful. All right? Nobody said that you have to be that you have to have an incredibly low cut top when you take these pictures. No, that's not a rule. But she said she heard from her fellow spokeswoman. A spokesperson, Courtney said, which made her feel like there were people on my team. According to the Times, Courtney was empathetic. She had been chosen essentially at random to receive a blitzkrieg of, of violent taunts. Again, we're talking about milk, glasses of milk emojis. From legions of strangers essentially doing uh, a job identical to her own, Van Trubb recalled that Courtney was a good listener. She also, she's also, by the way, the director of the AT&T commercial she stars in. Addressed viewers speculating that she was purposely hiding her body. Been getting a lot of, why are they placing her body like that in those ads? Well, I direct the ad. So she went from a nobody, essentially, to a director because of her physical assets. Where they played at least a non-zero portion in that. And you look at a lot of these comments, I highly doubt, quote, Flo has any idea the amount of harassment Lily receives. As Lily is a very pretty lady, and while Flo is Flo, they're both funny, and they said, and they cried all the way to the bank. I don't remember seeing either one of the, uh, anyone in anything but Lily and Flo commercials. Good work if you can get it. It's terrible that people are being harassed because they're attractive in commercials. Uh, she's beautiful and apparently intelligent and certainly does not deserve to be targeted. What do you mean targeted? Again, this is the famous... It's cool. People really care about that. A person on the internet or maybe it's specific to being a woman on the internet. Now you can see her entire chat is full of people saying milk, shake them milkers, glasses of milk. But um, it's because of your tits. And so... Listen, <laughs> that's why I'm here. All of these milk and milkies comments and milk wagons and all of that, it hurts my feelings. And um, it, do, I know um, it's just dehumanizing and uh, a little objectifying and sad. It makes me sad. So I know that part of uh, what you guys are trying to do is be funny. Um, uh, and like connect to each other and have your community and like get props from your friends um, but it just really bums me out <laughs> and I would much rather have like I don't know <laughs> so it's a hell no I'm just really sad to see the milk and, jugs um, yeah and I guess I'm like continuing to see the comments about the milkers and the milks and you know what <laughs> Um, I guess that just is proof that like you don't actually care about how I feel. (laughs) 
I mean, you can't have it both ways. I, I just, and like all these articles, I mean, give me a break. I mean, I get it. I get it. I get it. I really do. I do. It's not okay. But let's not pretend like, you know, let's not pretend like there's, you know, Come on. Those, those milk trucks made you a multi-millionaire. Just turn off your comment section and move on with your life. These think pieces talking about how she overcame a struggle. Get out of here. I'm comparing her to Flo. Come on. I mean, I just, you know. She should be, she should be selling t-shirts of her with milk trucks on them. She took the milk truck to the bank and then and then and then said it was harassment. You know? I'm not saying it's okay if somebody says, you know, if somebody goes over the line or whatever the case is, right? I'm not saying that that shit's okay. What I am saying is, like, have some self-awareness. And I'm not saying you're not allowed to wear a low-cut shirt. You can wear, you don't have to wear a shirt at all. But you don't then get to control what people say about those big, bodacious sweater puppies. Like... If you have your tits out and some super low-cut shirt, I'm going to say something about it, and it's probably going to be complimentary. I'm not going to probably say it to you, or it's going to be in a comment on the internet, and that's my right. Well, we've got yet another... Yet another juicy sommelier case, this time with an ESPN reporter. Everybody seems to want that 15 minutes of fame to, I don't know, be a victim, apparently. That's the easiest way to do it. We saw it with juicy sommelier, where he apparently entered mega country downtown Chicago at 2 a.m. on his way to his Subway sandwiches. We also saw this with... Bubba Wallace, where huh, let's not forget, you know, everybody who's, uh, you know, um, who's who's standing for Nikki Haley, she fell for it when uh, Bubba Wallace said that a garage pull down, which is on every major garage door, that's an overhead door that doesn't have a power opener, uh, was a noose, even though it was on every other garage door, but because he was black and it was BLM cash in money time. He suddenly said it was a noose in which our FBI investigated and found that it was, in fact, not a noose. But that didn't stop Bubba Wallace, who's I don't think ever won a race in his life, from raking in the cash from it. Now we have a ESPN writer claiming that in all cities, San Francisco, he was racially profiled and told that he 
couldn't use the bathroom, that it was a whites-only bathroom. The only problem is, that was a lie. Yeah, I do love the milker review hours, by the way. The mil milky review hours. Yeah. ESPN writer claims that he was racially profiled at a San Francisco store because he was told to use the bathroom at the police station across the street. The only pro problem, they tell that every customer, regardless of skin color, to use that bathroom. Oh, raspberries. 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 He barely even looks black. I don't know. I wouldn't. I would just think he was a, a guy with tan, a tan guy. And, and maybe he's looking for. Maybe he's like Colin Kaepernick, who's constantly trying to get his get his black card or whatever. You know, so disparaging his white adoptive parents every chance he gets. But anyway, ESPN NBA reporter Mark Spears took to Instagram on New Year's Eve to claim that an upscale San Francisco store, Anthem Interiors, racially profiled him and his group of friends. The store owner and founder, Janelle Lavaneur, don't care, apologized for the incident, but also strongly denied that any profiling took place. According to his friend, Spears, he and his friends, who were all African-American, he doesn't even, he looks Puerto Rican. Okay, whatever. We're all African-American, felt two-store employees profiled their group. I tried to give the lady that worked there the benefit of the doubt by asking if she knew where the nearest bathroom was. Why would... What? You thought you were being racially profiled by a, a lady that worked there, so you you tested her. Is that what it is? So you thought you were being racially profiled in San Francisco, all right? Where they're so woke, they let people take a dump on the streets. You thought, well, the only way I can be really sure if I'm being racially profiled here is if I ask this employee if I can take a dump. She suggested that I go to the Haroldsburg Police Department across the street to use their facilities. Confused, I asked her, why would I go to the bathroom at the police station? Her, her response was, that it'll be okay, they won't arrest you. Ha! Spears implies being told that go to the police station and fearing arrest were racially motivated. Oh my god. Are you kidding me? The store owner responded to Spears' post and said employees tell all patrons, regardless of skin color, to use the bathroom at the police station and also said that employees often tell that exact same joke about sending people to the police station to use the bathroom. Don't worry, they won't arrest you line. Hi there, I'm the owner of Anthem in Haroldsburg, and I'm sorry to hear of your experience. I do want to let you know that we send all patrons across the street to the police station to use the bathroom! Exclamation point. The station doesn't seem to mind, as we've previously sent folks across the street for the, uh, to the grocery on the corner, but it came too much for them to handle, understandably. The police station is open and welcoming. Since there isn't a public bathroom nearby, there was not this was not directed personally, and I have heard our associates joke to other customers about sending people there no matter what the person's skin color was. It's their shtick. 
which clearly they need to reconsider. No, they don't. No, they don't. They don't need to reconsider. They aren't in the wrong here. They aren't in the wrong here. I get the joke. Don't you get the joke? Everyone gets the joke. Oh, you got to take a deuce? You go to the police station. Don't worry. They won't arrest you. Like, that's, I mean, it's an obvious joke. This is a byproduct of being someone that walks around all day looking to be offended, looking for their opportunity to go on Instagram and post about how they're a victim. This guy has a job for ESPN. All right? He's got it made in the shade, and he, pro he tried to, no, he tried to ruin this business's uh, reputation, and he tried to ruin these people's lives because that's my new position on it, by the way. If you swat somebody, that's attempted an attempt on their life. If you try to cancel somebody, like a, a Me Too accusation, you try to ruin their life. And if you try to you know, perpetuate fake racism, you try to ruin their life. Why can I say that so confidently? Because that's the actual outcome usually. If they actually did it or they didn't do it, that's your intended outcome. That's why you posted the name of the business. That's why you went on Instagram and you didn't actually say something to them directly. I do see how it could have been misinterpreted, but I promise you that was not the intention. As a company, we have many employees of all colors, orientations, and religions. We love the Bay Area for its diversity and would have, have it no other way. You're always welcome, and I really urge you to come in again, knowing this truth about the police station conversation, and look at us another way. Our staff loves Haroldsburg and the entire community and every single patron that comes in for shopping small business and supporting Haroldsburg in general. My sincere apologies for making you feel any other way. I mean, a fine response. Essentially, the apology reads, I'm sorry you felt that way, even though what you're saying didn't actually happen. But let's guess. Let, let Guess right now <clears throat> by leaving a like on the video if you think that, I mean, you leave, you leave a comment in the comment section if you think that he had a quiet mo moment of reflection and, and apologized. Or leave a like on the video if you think he doubled down. Spears accepts apology but doubles down on racism. Thank you very much for the response and apology. Accept it, he said. Thanks for the police station explanation, although the words after about not getting arrested didn't sit well. Also, another issue was being racially profiled as a whole upon entrance. Another com commenter jumped in to heap praise upon Spears, calling him well-traveled, well-spoken, well-written. The com commentator then said that the apology wasn't good enough and that her employees should seek training to obtain cultural competency skills. Lovner responded to this commenter saying that she would be honored to have Spears as a customer, but reiterated that she does not believe the racial profiling even took place. I've asked Mark why he felt profiled upon entering and I'm waiting to hear, but I will tell you that we are old school customer service oriented and we do approach customers all the time these days that it maybe is surprising to say the least. So essentially someone came in 
he came into the store and someone asked him if he needed help and he said they were racist. That's what happened. That's from what I understand, that's what's happened. That's what's happened here. Somebody dared ask this individual if they needed help and he said, "What? Well, because I'm black?" Racists. I'm going to blog this. However, she caves on the line about not worrying about being arrested, which was clearly a joke. Remember, jokes are not okay in 2023, now 2024. So Spears accepted the apology, but did not elaborate on the request on why he felt profiled. Because he didn't. He didn't get profiled. He made up the whole thing. Another person, another commenter decided to jump in and tell him that he, she needed to call him personally. She replied that she didn't have his direct line. Spears skipped over this reply and posted a heart emoji towards a commenter who he praised upon him. So a commenter said, you need to give him a call. She said, I will. I don't have his number. And then he didn't give it to her. Outkick reached out to Spears to ask if he could elaborate on what other racial profiling behaviors he believed ex he experienced. He has not responded. Spears also liked and commented positively towards several posts that suggested the store employees needed racial sensitivity training. I mean, give me a break. I was not at the store when the alleged incident occurred. All I can do is lay out the facts as I have them. There is no contextual information surrounding Spears' claims that are important to note. First, Spears specifically writes for an ESPN brand, Anscape. And that's the black-focused wing of the company that produced a documentary saying athletes are the new slaves. You know, the ones that get paid millions of dollars. The five-part series dissected everything about American sports that they deem racist. Outkick debunked many of these claims. Essentially, the goal of Anscape is to find racism, whether it exists or not, from the outside looking in. And it appears that Mark Spears found it where it didn't exist. The guys, I mean, give me a break. Give me an absolute break. Another juicy sommelier looking for his 15 minutes. Here you go, you freaking loser, Mark Spears. Hope you enjoyed this video. If you did, make sure you have a like on it, and we'll talk to you again real soon. Milk truck just arrived. How about one more topic? Bro didn't even look black. Ah, come see me in August. I've been that dark before. Come see me in August. I'm, I'm darker than Mark Spears. Milk truck just arrived. All right. Well, the end of 2023 is here, leading into 2024, and there is a Newsweek article. Uh, that came out of the 2023's most woke companies and how they might it might surprise shoppers. Now, we talked a lot about woke companies in 2023 having potential backfires. 
Some of the highlights were, of course, Bud Light hiring Dylon Mulvaney, Brand Destroyer Dylan Mulvaney. We also had Ben and Jerry uh, publicly demand that the United States government give back Mount Rushmore to the Indians because they stole that land, even though the land that Ben and Jerry's corporate headquarters on happens to be on stolen Indian land as well. Uh, we had Target and their tuck-friendly swimsuits. We've had innumerable small coffee shops that got woke and had collectives and tried to charge men more money than women, and they all closed. So it really, in 2023, was a lot of winning. And the list of woke companies uh, might surprise you. So we'll take a look at them. This uh, list was actually compiled using an app that I've talked about before, um, Veeps. And, uh, you know, I'm actually, I think in 2024, it looks like I'm going to try to work with them to help get the word out a little bit more. Veeps is uh, an app that kind of powers, empowers you to get out there and uh, see what the political leanings are of your particular company that you may be considering shopping. Um, it's something that I use and they actually gave me a promo code 4444. So all fours for 60 days free on their Veebs app. Um, so if you haven't got it yet, download it during this video. Uh, you can get it at veebsapp.com or I'll leave linked in the description. And if you, when you, Get a text. They're going to want you to like verify a, a text. Uh, they'll send you a number and that you verify it. Use 4444, all fours, to get 60 days free on it. It allows consumers, you know, to know exactly how the app, you know, you scan an item, you see where they land politically. It's actually extremely intuitive and cool. Um, and it helps you pick a few things. The list of 2023's most woke companies that conservative shoppers might want to avoid if they wish to align their purchases or their values will probably surprise some. At the top of the list is Unilever, best known as the makers of Dove, which we saw have a lot of women pretend to shave, Vaseline, and other skin products, but also the owner of ice cream band brand Ben & Jerry's, long known for embracing progressive causes. But not even making the top 10 list are some of the brands that dominated the news cycles in 2023 for their perceived wokeness, like Disney, Bud Light, and Target. Well, look, um, I, I think we all know about them. And uh, I'm reading chat too, and so Veeb is genius. It's like social credit score for businesses. Turnabout is fair play. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'll leave a link in the description or I'll, uh, I'll link it and then use that promo code all fours for 60 days for free. It works great because you just scan an item and you're like, oh, okay, they're in the zone, they're not in the zone, and you just move on. It's, it's really easy to use. Boycotts are more effective than boycotts, in my opinion. Anyway, the list comes courtesy of Veeves, which launched an app this year, which helps consumers make purchasing decisions based on whether or not their social and political values are aligned with those promoted by the brand's parent company. While conservatives have dubbed Veeb's product the anti-woke app, it's actually nonpartisan, and that liberals also use it to identify brands that lean too far to the right to warrant their support. That's one thing I like about it. You can actually, if you're looking for, and if you're like, oh, I want a brand that cares about the environment. Okay, cool, you can do that. Or I want a brand that focuses on military aid or that, you can do that. 
So I like that they do it both ways. That's why I call myself coffee brand coffee. Like I, I want everybody, I want to serve everybody. The term woke was thrown a lot more in 2023. For example, Bud Light's hiring of Dylan Mulvaney, um, you know, Target stores featuring pride merchandise for kids, including tuck friendly swimwear for hiding your junk. Newsweek asked Veebs to construct a top 10 of the most woke companies using its proprietary method that uses public documents, employee statements, news reports, advertising campaigns, and computations driven in part by artificial intelligence to determine brands V-score. To determine the top 10 woke brands of 2023 in the shopping category, products typically available at Walmart, Veeb set its database to score brands across seven value settings, conservative, liberal, social justice, LGBTQIA, climate emergency, America first, and support veterans, explained Veeb CEO Chris Rhodes. Just like Veeb's users set up their own value packs to weed out undesirable brands they don't want to spend money on, Veeb's did likewise to identify the most progressive companies conservatives might deem overly woke. After crunching the numbers, here's the top 10 list. One, Unilever. Uh, not surprised there. We covered many of their brands, whether it was Dove or Ben & Jerry's for various controversies. Elf Cosmetics. Didn't really, can't really say I covered them. Um, Mars, which is M&M candy and pedigree uh, dog food. Pernod Ricard, which is Seagram's gin and Jameson whiskey. Uh-oh, whiskey. Whiskey fans out there, JMO fans. Campbell Soup, PepsiCo. Of course, we knew Pepsi was like a big BLM supporter. Um, the Hershey Company, we know for sure, because they had the... The chocolate bar, um, remember they had her, H-E-R, S-H-E, or S-H-Ys or whatever, and they used men to sponsor that, and then the Daily Wire started their own grift off of it, excuse me, when they had their uh, Jeremy's Chocolate, which was like drop chip, drop ship chocolate bars that had nuts and nutless or whatever, it's just basically a gag gift. Jenny's Splendid Ice Creams, I'm not familiar with them. This one's more concerning. Mattel, Fisher Price Games, and DC licensed toys. That's concerning. And McCormick, not my Laurie season salt. No. No, not my Laurie season salt. There's no single headlighting grab grabbing event that landed any of the top 10 companies on the list. They're simply the companies that more consistently over the course of 2023 connected the dots for liberals. Thus, they might embrace them as anti-woke consumers, might shun them, explained Rhodes. Newsweek reached out to all 10 companies to ask about their inclusion on the list, but not a single one bothered to reply. This is why I use the app. Code 4444, free for 60 days. Scan your Red Bull, scan your whatever, scan your Chex Mix. See what's going on. Rhodes said, <coughs> excuse me, he and, his, he and his staff were not surprised by the results of their exercise to identify the most woke companies. We're up to our eyeballs in this data, uh, but consumers, he said, but consumers probably will be surprised. All consumers have seen is Bud Light and Target all year, but what, go, um, but what goes viral in any given moment isn't actually an accurate reflection of what a company does on an ongoing basis. What's in the news can be different than what shows up in our deep data sets. Woke is defined as being socially alert to social inequities and is closely aligned with, quote, cancel culture, diversity, equity, and inclusion, environmental, social, and governance. I, I like companies that 
you know, care about the environment. I just don't want, you know, weirdo companies. For now, Veebs is focused on products purchased in stores, which might explain why Disney isn't in the top 10, even after so many high-profile woke battles with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Veebs, though, is launching a travel and leisure category in 2024 that might reveal more accurately where Disney stands. Rose said Bud Light parent company Anheuser-Busch didn't make the list because it's a historically conservative brand that's in midst of a real-time transition towards the center and left center. He added that Molson Coors and Bud Light competitor has a high liberal score and is far more foundationally progressive, though consumers haven't yet noticed. Well, I know that about, um, you know, I know that about Miller Lite and 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 more uh, uh, cores and all that stuff. Um, the the thing was when you do these, when you use these apps or whatever, it can be overwhelming. You're like, oh my god, I can't scan everything. Well, what I start doing is I just start like pick one or two things a week. I mean, I, I, you know, oh, I have Paleo Valley, um, you know, Paleo Valley meat stick. Okay, there's a lot of different people that make meat sticks. Let me just find what's a good one that I like, and I change it. And then by the end of the year, I've changed 20 purchases. That actually has way more impact than these, you know, one-off boycotts. Supporting the companies that support your values are is actually far more effective. Road said Veebs, which launched in July, has 100,000 users. Nice. Tens of thousands of whom pay 99 cents a month. Okay, so that's how much it costs uh, for the premium experience. While there are millions of all political stripes, he said America First types and U.S. vets are so far embracing in larger numbers. He compares Veebs to Consumer Reports. But instead of taking cars out on the track and telling you how they run, we take companies and go down information rabbit holes and tell you what they stand for. All shout out to Veebs. Give it a try. Uh, promo code 4444 and you'll get 60 days free. In 60 days, you'll basically know uh, exactly if it's something you want. Um, I'll link it in the chat as well. Veebsapp.com or you can probably find it in your phone app list. Stuff like that. So yeah, check them out. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this video. If you did, make sure you leave a like on it and we'll talk to you again real soon. So I think that's where we're gonna wrap it up today. I've gotta do a lot of editing of these standalone videos. I missed out on this one. Oh, ABC. Oh, hey. You gonna, you gonna condemn Hamas and the terrorist attacks here or what? You know the three branches of government yet? You are such a loser. You are so stupid. You are the worst. You suck. <laughs> New York, New York. <laughs> Love it. Love it. We'll be back at it again tomorrow in 22 hours, friends. Appreciate you. Thought I'd leave you with a, a little white pill.